Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secure Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com slash build. That's chime.com slash build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Supreme Court Rules Against Workers in Arbitration Case by Natasha Tiku. On Monday, the Supreme Court slowed recent momentum to give workers, including many in the tech sector, the right to a day in court. The Supreme Court case centered around clauses in employment contracts that require employees to resolve disputes through arbitration and preclude them from joining with others to file class action lawsuits. In a 5-4 to four decision, the court ruled that those clauses are enforceable under federal law, which means companies can prohibit employees from banding together both privately or in court. Such binding arbitration clauses are widely used at technology companies, and critics say they helped allow sexual harassment to flourish by hiding complaints. More recently, some firms have taken steps to limit the practice. Uber last week said it would eliminate arbitration agreements for employees, riders, and drivers with sexual misconduct claims. The company is still blocking riders from pursuing class action. In December, Microsoft said it would stop enforcing arbitration agreements in sexual harassment cases. In March, however, Google filed a motion trying to compel a sexual harassment case from former engineer Loretta Lee to arbitration. Tens of millions of employees are already subject to arbitration agreements. But Ron Chapman, a lawyer with Ogletree Deacons, says the Supreme Court ruling will encourage more employers to use them. Whereas yesterday I would have said arbitration agreements are fairly common, three months from now, six months from now, this will be the norm, he says. The entire business community was waiting on this decision. But Lena Kahn, director of legal policy at the think tank Open Market Institutes, said the law incentivizes companies to abuse their power. Businesses that don't employ such agreements will now be at a competitive disadvantage, Kahn said. Most employment-related class action cases are around wages and overtime. However, these agreements came under fire recently as part of the hashtag MeToo movement for the role that arbitration plays in silencing sexual harassment by relegating claims to private arbitrators and reinforcing a culture of secrecy that insulates predators. The court ruled on three cases involving an oil company, an accounting firm, and a software company. Each revolved around an employee who signed an employment contract with an arbitration agreement and later tried to file a lawsuit in federal court. 
The plaintiffs argue that class action waivers violate the National Labor Relations Act, which protects workers' right to bargain collectively. However, Justice Neil Gorsuch, writing for the majority, said the Federal Arbitration Act of 1925, which allows for compulsory and binding arbitration, supersedes the NLRA. In her dissenting opinion, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg called the decision egregiously wrong. She said requirements to use arbitration does not come from Congress. It's the result of take-it-or-leave-it labor contracts harking back to the type called yellow dog and of the readiness of this court to enforce those unbargained-for agreements. Former Uber engineer Susan Fowler, whose allegations of rampant sexual harassment at Uber helped usher in the Me Too movement, had filed a friend-of-the-court brief with the Supreme Court in support of the plaintiffs. On Twitter, Fowler said the fight isn't over. The only option left is legislation. Let's take the House and Senate back this year and make sure we let them know we want to end forced arbitration, she wrote, noting arbitration is an issue beyond sexual harassment and assault and beyond even employees, but for consumers and independent contractors, too, she said. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.